and ultimately breaking the chain in his process, which kind of derailed him off of that path into something other than what he wanted to be. Or, you know, he got he got lost astray there. Uh, and that's when that that's when you come into those those chaotic uh, situations is because, you know, you're you're not being true to yourself and true to your own process and then also not allowing someone else to go through theirs, which causes like mayhem, seriously, in any type of relationship like that. So it took us to um, actually come to a place a few months after finding out the infidelity again, it took us a few months to actually hit that wall, but in a sense of where it's like, this is hopeless. This is hopeless. The way we are going, this, it, and I, you know, I don't want to be here no more. I, it's, this is stupid. Let's not do this anymore. And when we made that decision, or actually I did, when I decided to, I, I, I just, I had no other option. I guess I had like pulled all of my tricks up my sleeve out and he had pulled all of his tricks up his sleeve and we both still wasn't done fighting and we ain't got nothing else to throw at each other, but we just dang you ain't down like it it just like we gotta take a step back and um so I I filed for a separation and uh we separated for about a week and I think we both realized after that break that listen man I'm really just don't do this no more and I'll take you back. <laughs> I think we have both got to that point because it was like, you're not a bad person, but just stop doing that. So we can move forward. So I guess in this millennial stage of marriage, it really kind of, we've, both of us being families of divorces, we grew up knowing what we did not want. Um, and so, and the basis of us finding someone to just live and coexist with is important. Because when you have that, the kids don't have what you don't want them to have. If you guys get what I'm saying. When you have that connection between two people you know that your children won't ever suffer a divorced family so we both at the root of it wanted the same thing but we still had other stuff on the outside of that that we wasn't really ready to let go or didn't know if it was worth letting go or if we could actually still have it while we still Trying to test the waters and figure out what can still be allowed while we're doing, as long as we have this, as long as we make sure we keep this promise, what could I do 
to just make sure I'm I'm continually to be happy, but not allowing the marriage. You know what I mean? Not like feeling like you needed additives to make a marriage happy. You needed to do other things to make you feel happy about your marriage. And that was where we both went wrong. So understanding each other a little more better has brought us back to each other. And we both said that we wanted that 40, 50, 60 year old in marriage. But all of these things actually have to occur for you to get to that step. So with understanding it, it's like, okay, well, I guess this is a part of it. Well, you know, if it was easy to get to 60 year marriages, everyone would still be married. So with looking at that rationality, what we're going through is a piece of cake. Because we got the cheat code. We know what to do. But going into this, I did not know what to do. And looking at who I was six years ago, eight years ago when we first met, I would have failed to. If I thought like that, you know, because I was immature. And although cheating is a horrible thing, it, it, it is very painful in so many ways, but it's so much deeper than the physical act. It's so much deeper. It's deeper to the point where maybe there was a lack of attention. Maybe there was a, 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 a belittling or demeaning. Or maybe the person just has a serious sexual addiction or just the attention seeking. Or they can't help it. Maybe if that is the underlying issue, you also got to know there's an underlying issue with you as well. And that's what I took from this experience. And again, I am extremely grateful to God that gave us the grace to go through this so we can look on the outside of it now and say, wow, I didn't realize I was doing that. I didn't realize I did those things or I didn't realize I was saying those things. Look how far I've come. And so... If you would have asked me eight years ago if I would be in a marriage where I've had a husband to cheat and do drugs, I would say, hell no. <laughs> I would run. <laughs> I would start laughing. But then I would be running. Like, I'd be running laughing because ain't no way in the world. I'm like, what? But now I look on it with kind of like a badge of honor. Like, yep. I got through that shit. <laughs> I got through that level. And we still love each other. 
you know, well, life, not trying to mock life. I'm really not. So please don't take it like that because I'm still very humble and I'm really kind of want (laughs) to, I still got my white flag up. Like, please, God, (laughs) no more, no more. But even still, I'm grateful to where we are right now in our marriage. Um, I'm not going to say it's perfect because nothing is perfect. But to be able to overcome that and still be in love with each other, happy about, you know, just being with each other, that says a lot. And it does show the strength and the longevity of us. It shows it, you know, and I know that we still have our, you know, own individual task to um, to get through but we both are choosing each other we choose each other every day and that's what helps us that's what has helped me that's what has helped him we choose each other we choose this marriage even when t- stuff has gotten so thick The faith that we have in each other and the love that we originally have for each other, that's what keeps us. So, know what you're getting yourself into. And even if you don't know it, when the reality arrives, be patient with it. Accept it. Even ask God for understanding of it. Because it's really going to make you so much better. And after he, you know, after he stepped out and after I I went through my hurting and my pain and my crying and how angry and what I deserve. After I went through that stage, like I tell you guys all the time. You got to turn that process towards you. Turn it towards you. And when I started to turn the process towards me, I actually went to him and apologized. Not because I deserved what he did, but because of the oversight I had been doing while he was going through his process. And it might sound really weird to you guys when I say that. It really might sound like, girl, what? He but it's his process. Not saying that it's a stage or that, no, it's his process. Once he does something wrong and he realizes, "Oh shit, I've messed up." Or, oh shit, I actually got a problem. Once he can identify that within himself, guess what it begins? His process. I know I'm getting real deep on y'all. I know. I know. But I hope y'all taking something from it. I'm happy to say that we are still married. I'm happy to say that we are stronger than we were when we originally got married. 
I'm happy to say I love him as genuine as I did when I first married him. That takes growth. It takes willingness to understand. It takes doing the work within yourself. Once those things happen, then you can get on the other side and be like, wow, I was about to mess some stuff up if I didn't do this. Oh, I understand it now. Or, you, or And it doesn't take away pain, but it helps you to understand to where you won't, that pain won't extend to anything else. It won't open up the door to depression. Depression is when you allow pain to linger. Mm, That's deep. When you shut the pain down, it cannot linger. Therefore, you will not be depressed because you have allowed yourself to do the work. You have allowed yourself to understand. This is life. And life comes with humans that have their own process schedule. And when you look at life like that, you will be less hurt in life. You will be less hurt. Not saying hurt won't come, but it won't last. So that's what marriage is. (laughs) it can be beautiful when you allow things to be beautiful I need y'all to hear me it can be beautiful when in parentheses you allow their process to be their process and your process to be your process. When you allow those things in your life, everything is beautiful because it's going according to plan. It's following its own path. That's the beauty of it. It follows its own path. And you enjoy it to see how everything is operating the way that it's supposed to operate. But when you don't think like that and you think about self and you're not there, when you're not there, everything is ugly and detrimental. You know, I'm Donnie Love and I'm going to tell you some love. I'm going to show you what love really is. And a lot of people don't want to say that that is love because it's going to hurt. But love don't hurt. Love only hurts when you're being selfish in something and not understanding that it's its own process. I used to think it was so crazy when people die and then other people would, would, would be smiling and, and singing. How the hell are you doing that? Because they understand the process. And life just happened as it was supposed to. Isn't that crazy? When you think about it like that, it blows your mind. It really does. And I could just talk and talk and talk because it really boils down to love. But people don't want that kind of love. That love is too much. 
Because I got to forgive so great. I got to forget. Like, yeah, it becomes, it's intimidating. It's scary. But it is the best decision I have made. It is the best investment in myself. I want y'all to think about that. It's the best investment in myself. Because it is bringing out the best me. I'm developing and, under, and, and discovering and uncovering the best versions of me. And as well as him. It's bringing out the best him. So regardless of what bumping and, and, and scrubbing we have to grow through, go through to get our shine on. We going through it. I hope I didn't blow in your minds this evening. (laughs) Ladies, I don't think y'all was expecting me to go this route with the conversation, but it's real. It's so real. And I believe that if more women thought like that and understood that way, y'all wouldn't be alone. You wouldn't. And that's, that's real. I mean, if you listen to what I'm saying, I'm not telling you to take abuse. I'm not I'm not saying any of that. So don't don't stay surface with me. Let's go deep. Don't draw those surface conclusions. Let's go deep so you can understand like it's more to it. Well, This is Donnie Love with our episode, Get Married, They Said, (laughs) part two. I love y'all. And always, I hope I encourage someone just to look at some things differently, just to make it a happier place for you. And I just want to remind you to just take a moment to live in the moment every second of every day. I'll talk to you soon.